Hello and welcome to another episode of Mark and Zach, The Outsiders, where we hold an expressive and freestyle insight into life direction and the impact of those choices on our health, relationships and our place in society. We use film, music and other creative forms as a foundation for our discussions. And uh, this week, we are delving into a topic that is basically the crux of the entirety of the hero's journey. But before we actually get into the topic, let me say a big hi and a welcome to my friend and uh, co-presenter, Mr. Zach. Hello, Zach. Hello, hello. Good to be here. And uh, thank you for for inviting me back again. <laughs> oh, you're always welcome, Zach. You're always... How are you, Mark? I'm okay. Well, I'm, I'm doing okay. I've actually managed to take myself out of the insane asylum that is my, my family home. And uh, as you can hear, a little, maybe a little bit of an echo in the sand today, but I'm in a garden studio in an art centre in the middle of Birmingham, which is pretty funky. And I've snuck in here. No one has seemed to notice me yet. But if all goes well, we'll be able to conclude our, our podcast from a very cool area. If you can see me on the screen, it's a big spacey area with a garden behind me and everything. So It's lovely. And you've got a lovely big window behind you. So check out our photos. It's, this is almost like guerrilla podcasting, isn't it? You're running into a, <laughs> into a space, yeah. quickly doing I'm a not, podcast. <laughs> I'm not frightened, dear listener. I'm, I'm, I'm a darer. Yes, yes, which actually is uh, quite um, because you might be feeling some fear. Quite, it quite, uh, quite nicely lines up with this week's episode, isn't it? And that's why I did it, dear Zach. That's why I laid it, I lined it up for you. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it, Zach. So, the the, the third step of this structure that uh, we're using, which is the hero's journey, yeah, is a storytelling uh, structural foundation. Um, and it's used by all storytellers, pretty much. Um, and that's why we're using it as a kind of structure for which to sort of place your own storyline while we're going through it and sort of see where you're at. Now, we started off with, an inter- uh, with a kind of overview of process. But the first step is we move into the kind of awareness of where we're at. And the second one is more of a situational uh, stage and now we're at what we call the um, well the second one was really called to adventure so you're ready to move on and this one is where actually the challenge lies there in front of you and you're faced with the main hurdle which is Mr Zach the fear you refuse the call you're, you're in your comfort zone and you want to you want to stay there and you suddenly start to think of all the things that could go wrong. And um, instead, you'd just rather put the kettle on and uh, have a hobnob. <laughs> and why not? Everyone needs a hobnob now and again, don't they? They certainly do. <laughs> you can see it on their faces. Yeah, you certainly can. And on ours. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So this is the fear we're talking about, isn't it? This is that that over, overarching fear, that paralyzing fear, that almost, but it's not really paralyzing, is it? It's almost like a sort of, you are in your comfort zone and you're thinking, oh, can I, can I really do that? Am I, am I good enough? Am I ready? 
I've got to go through another 10 years of training to, to get that to that stage. You yeah, come up with validation. Yeah. It's all that sort of why, why, why me? And um, why should I bother? And why can't somebody else do it? And I'm not ready for it. And uh, like Luke Skywalker did actually just looking at Star Wars, you know, when he's told to go and help Obi-Wan Kenobi, say, oh, other people can do that. It's all, you know, I'm not, I'm, it's not my war. It's not my fight. Yeah. There's a, I was, we were talking about this actually before we, we started the recording. There's many, many films, of course, that, that you know, the, the protagonist has to go through X and Y hurdle before they can find themselves or find the person they're looking for, whoever it is, or whatever their challenge is. Um, one of the films actually that I was watching just by chance is, that, is uh, the Denzel Washington uh, franchise, which is called The Equalizer, which I think is based on a Marvel comic or something similar. Maybe it's not, but uh, I really have enjoyed watching this. Uh, for those of you who've been listening to our podcasts, one of the uh, key elements in my DNA, I guess, is the, the need for justice, is the need for putting things straight, you know, and feeling good about the step you take rather than doubting it or questioning it or feeling uh, restricted or reluctant or whatever it is, whichever adjective comes, comes to mind. And it, 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 I really enjoyed watching that because, again, we have this character who is a, the loner. He's a, Again, a qualified spy stroke killer, but he lives on his own. He's lost his wife. He kind of lives very sort of independently. And he's constantly being called into, you know, action. Um, and he has his moral, you know, his moral compass, which mm. is, you know, to live and let live. But there's another side of him that doesn't like to see anybody in danger or being threatened and that side of him comes out uh, so i've enjoyed watching that and again we've got this element of fear and call to action all rolled in to, to the plot yeah it generally it it starts an awful lot of them doesn't it because you've got that you've got john wick as well you've yeah. got um the brute a lot of bruce willis films are him as a lone person you know obviously die hard is a popular one but the last boy scout i remember as well he's this sort of detective that's down on his luck and he just can't be bothered he just wants to drink and smoke and but something happens and i think there's a similar thing in lethal weapon as well isn't it where he's this he's lost his wife he's just gone totally mad he he doesn't really care about um anybody or anything but but they the, the call to action that they find is a reason for them to then grow again isn't it and to learn something and to become a better person and that's the journey that they go on but this the, the, the very beginning of the story which is where we're at is when they're almost saying it's yeah I'm not that's not for me I'm not doing that yeah I, I think if we if we put this into into the realms of our own lives though uh, as well um I, I, I for the listener as well I think it, it's a case of you know you know what's in front of you, you know what you, your instincts, you know, are telling you to do. But for some reason, the fear of doing that is, is great. Mm. And we all know that you have to face the fear in order to move on. Um, and it goes on and on. It's not like you do the one thing and it's finished. Zach, have you got any life 
story of your own that you know highlights this? Well, I think probably the biggest thing, and it's probably the biggest thing that most people uh, think about is or feel the fear over is change. And there are many times we all change through our lives. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was actually chatting to my other half that we were thinking, we were saying, you know, you're not all your organs and your skin and your hair and everything isn't the same as it was when you were a child or when you were a teenager, you have completely regenerated like the trees, like nature. We go through this constant cycle of change and yet our mind, our, our imaginations or our, what, our consciousness fights against change it wants things it's almost like we we've been either conditioned or we are natural naturally wanting things to remain the same but life doesn't do that does it there are you change jobs you change I mean you just you change schools you you change from from leaving school to going to work you change girlfriends or boyfriends you some people get married and get divorced some people you know lose you lose your parents you lose people that you love all of those things are change moments of change and those are you know like leaving your moving home is one of the biggest stresses isn't it in 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 anybody's life as big as almost as big as death or something dealing with coping with death but all of these are things of change and I've gone through all of that in my life I've gone through the grieving process I've I've sold a house I've moved out I've I've got divorced and all of them have had I've had moments of reluctance and what's going on here I'm confused I don't understand I just want to crawl into a hole into a box and I want everyone to leave me alone and I'm not going to answer the door and everything like that but the only way forward is to stand up and, and move on isn't it and just one day at a time I think that's what I've learned over the years is that you don't go from point a to point d you have to work through the steps you have to navigate through the forest you have to you have to go through the darkness to get to the light um and I've all of that has happened you know I've left home I've left my children and I, I lost my mother and you know my dad's moved to South Africa and all of those things are huge moments of change um so yeah i mean it's it's i don't think you can go through life without feeling fear i think it's impossible um but there might be somebody out there who has gone through life without giving a care about anything but then um, i'm not sure what about yourself mark well, I'm actually going through it right now as we speak. Another another change. Um, as I probably mentioned before, um, I was living overseas for 25 odd years and came back uh, just prior to COVID kicking off. So I've kind of come back to my point of conflict, uh, a place that I left when I was 17 or 18, not out of choice, but that's the way it transpired. And on the one hand, I'm grateful that I've got a place to be, but it's, you know, a million miles away from what I really want to be uh, because I've always been independent. You know, I've always had my own space. And now I'm kind of in the very place that I wanted to leave when I was 17. And I'm faced with all the same issues all over again because 
my parents that you know fortunately they're still alive and etc but they're still the same people and they're never going to change so you're the one who has to go through the change yeah and um you know my next you know obstacle is moving out of there asap to find my space again Mm. um to build up from scratch this is all of the things that i'm going through so the timing of this particular episode is very acute it's very real for me i'm wondering for the listeners out there whether they can relate their own stories to you know this ongoing change or need for change um the driving force behind it the reason why these are the things we're talking about here and now yeah it's important to stay in the present in those moments in it but it's very difficult i mean i'm not suggesting that um i i'm any angel when it comes to this because the the fear is driven by your project projections if i can say the word of the future and what you're thinking the future will be like and it's all it's all in your imagination isn't it it uh, is it's in your mind yeah it's in your mind absolutely you play out all the scenarios and most i mean i'm i'm guilty of playing out lots of the worst case scenarios and very few of best case scenarios and then believing the worst could happen but but that's about my own sort of learnings and and understandings i've got a quote actually from seneca the stoic seneca who said that we suffer more in imagination than in reality 100% fantastic yeah because you know we do we we it's a self protective thought process isn't it we have to look at what the worst case scenario is and we yeah. build it up and we build it up um and then we're suddenly paralyzed because we realize if we do this it's going to hurt emotionally physically you know whatever but another thing i wanted to share with you um, or share with the listeners as well uh most importantly <laughs> is i recently put myself through the the mincer um by really de- facing up with um i suppose an acute fear for example you've just actually we should also mention that you've just completed your play which you did at the weekend which is something you've been building up and building up for quite a while i last summer uh, bumped into a friend when i was in budapest uh, to be with my daughter i mean i've had a lifetime there like 18 years over there and a friend of mine i bumped into maybe by chance maybe there was a reason who came up to me when i was uh, having a coffee and said i'm seeing you for years where have you been blah blah and he was telling me he ran a live venue company and they did lots of open mics and kinds of all kinds of events and this was at a time when i just written or completed a few songs and i was feeling you know very buoyant and very optimistic cuz you know in budapest i was not in my own space i had my daughter and all these things were you know everything was pretty good and he said if you've been uh, writing songs why don't you come along and have a go now this is the perfect example dear listener because in your head you have a scenario of all the outcomes of this kind of a situation and once i was writing these songs they were written from you know from the heart from purity without the idea of performance but the the thought that the format was music because as i previously explained writing is one element of it but music is very close to me so it seemed the natural you know transition to write songs 
And so I'd written a few songs during the COVID period. And lo and behold, I'm given the opportunity to go and perform. Now, if ever there was a sense of fear when it's something which is very, very important to you or very key or core to your center, then this was it. <laughs> and yeah. I can only tell you when somebody calls you to do something, because you can easily talk yourself out of it if there's yeah. no call. But if someone's saying, okay, come along on Tuesday night, bring your guitar or we'll provide a guitar for you and come and perform one of your songs. So uh, let me just fast forward to that event. And I was, you know, on the one hand, quite excited in a positive way. And on the other hand, I was like, do you really want to put yourself through this? Um, so on the evening or during the evening, there was about five or six other performers who are all naturals, who've been doing it for 20 years, who were like, you know, one, two, three. And the, my friend came up to the mic and he said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new performer for you this evening. His name's Mark, he's from England, and blah, blah, blah. And all I can tell you is my whole body was like a quaking mass of jelly. And I, you know, there was a people in the front looking at it, looking through me. I was just like in all kinds of knots. My friend gave me the guitar. I sort of put it on my shoulder and I was just like, <laughs> you know, just shaking all over the place, literally like Jerry Lee Lewis, except for uh, not quite that talented. And um, I, I, I performed my song. You did it. I did it. And the point is, it wasn't how good it was, which is what I learned from this experience. And I think this is what I want to share with everyone here. It wasn't that it was, a, you know, a performance of all performances when people were like screaming and, you know, clapping and da, da, da. It was the feeling that you had faced your fear. Yeah. That you had done it. And that you kind of had gone through one of the sort of, if you like the, the stages, the internal stages of breaking or smashing the glass. Yeah. Um, so, so that was the learning from this. It was like a huge release and a relief having done it. I won't say it was the best performance I've ever come up with in my life, but, but as my friend said to me, now you've made step one, step two is the practice and the continuation exactly. of doing this until you become, you know, that which you know is another step in itself yeah it's another step but but it's the importance of just kicking you know kicking the door down and facing it just do it as a famous shoe brand sports brand might uh inform everybody that might want to sponsor us might want to sponsor us <laughs> no i can totally relate to that because as you mentioned i did my play and uh, this was a play that i'd written that my dad a year uh, over a year ago had devised himself and passed to me and it took a year to develop it and then we did it in front of 40 people on Sunday and I remember saying to the director first of all I can't believe we've actually got this far and here we are about to do it and then I, I was listening to the audience coming in and we were behind a screen there are four four of us actors all of them looking a little ashen and sort of and I, I just kept I said to them I said every time I go to do some acting I reach this stage where I ask myself why the hell am I putting myself through this and then the lights go the person says you're on and then you just do it and um, that's what I love about it is that 
I mean, not not everyone has you know is able to do it or whatever, but but you it's something that you can learn to do, and I love when I go on stage. That's actually when I feel less nervous than when I'm off stage waiting to go on. It's that waiting thing. When I'm actually there, the lines just come into my head. I take my time. I I can focus. I don't. I can look at the audience. Um, but I, I, whether that's experience or whether that's just where I feel more comfortable, I don't know. Well, it's very important that you say this, actually, because if, you, if anyone's gone through something similar, which is pleasurable, preferably, something yeah. that you enjoy rather than not. But if you've ever gone through something like that, um, then I would say to you, how do you feel doing that at this moment mm. versus doing something that is ordinary or not something you like to do. So for example, if you like to sing or you like to, to act, or you like to draw or whatever outlet that you have, if you measure the feeling of being in the flow doing that versus doing some everyday task, yeah, which can also be pleasurable by the way, but I'm just thinking of a job or something that doesn't really mean that much to you. Yeah. What's, what's the parallel? And it's huge, isn't it? It's an absolute huge parallel. Yeah, there is. It's it's almost it's almost like that philosophical philosophical argument of choosing the best of two bad things. If the bad thing is to remain where you are, but also the bad thing in the sense that it's making you feel nervous or in fear is doing it, then which one would you prefer to do? Which is which is the one that will make you ultimately feel better? And I think for most yeah. of us. We all have things that we want to do. I'm sure everybody in the world has something that they want to do. There are some people that just do it. There are some people that strive to do it. And there are some people that just think it's never going to happen. Yeah, I also think that when you're doing something that you feel passionately about, this is a, this is a gift. This is an, you know, a natural, this is something you're gifted with, the, the natural elements of it. Of course, it takes time, practice, and all these things to make it really good. But the point is, if you can do something that makes you feel good, more than likely, it's going to make someone else yeah. feel good too, I think. And that's the learning from this. Absolutely. And I just want to add one more thing before we, we finish about the idea of the feeling of fear, the, the feeling that it gives you, because... You know, we've, we've talked this episode about um, how it stops us and prevents us and can be a, a thing that prevents us from moving forward. But when you go to the cinema or you read a book or watch a television show, mm. you want to feel that fear, don't you? You like, People like being scared. They like that, the, the tenseness that it creates. But that's a very interesting point, Zach. That's actually a very, very key point in this. We actually enjoy going to a soccer match, football match. Why am I saying soccer? I mean, English. I mean, bizarre. <laughs> going to a football match, a rugby match, uh, going to a show, going to an event, going to see something. We want that, that adrenaline. Yeah. We want it's it. The, yeah. But somehow we can predict it or some kind of thing. It's sort of a safe, safe pain because we're not really, we're involved, but we're not physically or somehow we, we're attached, but we're not attached. But when you're doing it for yourself, that's another, it's a different thing. Another thing. Yeah. yeah. If only we could use the mantra, the shark will always die at the end. 
then you'll be fine, won't you? That's everything. I'm talking jaws. (laughs) We go through that whole process knowing that the shark will be blown up or whatever happens to it. But um, yeah, I think that's I'm going to use that lesson in life. Maybe I'll stick it on a T-shirt. You should do. You should stick it somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. You're right. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we've kind of come full circle with today's pod. We do hope, as always, that you enjoy it, found something useful, and you can relate to it. Um, You can always find us on our Facebook page, which, Zach, it is... At hip not to be square. Very good. And we're also on TikTok, Mark and Zach. Um, I think it's Mark and Zach only. You can find us there on TikTok where we, where we share clips from the show and other things. Um, and yeah, please feel free to share your experiences, your thoughts, your feedback. We'd love to hear from you as always. Zach, is there anything you'd like to add before we disappear into the uh, vapor of that there is a possibility into the vapor there is a possibility <laughs> a very strong possibility we will be meeting up again next yes. week in yes, uh, a secret well. location which we uh, which we will is it's even secret to the people we're going to be pouncing on so uh, look forward and to that secret to ourselves <laughs> <It is>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so look forward to that to recording together next week will be very good. Look forward to seeing you, Zach, for sure. Seeing you next week. But until then, it's bye from me. And it's a bye from him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.